the truth, and making sense of what's real and what's not so real. The Schrader Show. Welcome back to The Schrader Show. I am your host, Steve Schrader. If you want to be a part of the show, 920-406-1360, Now, I want to, I want to play a couple of uh, the World Economic Forum. First, I got, we got to play Trump first. Um, this was yesterday, and, well, Trump talks about what happens to him every time he flies over a blue state. Cut three, please. But now under Biden, the most corrupt president, the worst president. You know, I never used to talk this way about him. I'd joke, I'd fight, would, but I never. But once I got indicted, I said, oh, this guy is really a bad guy. So now I say it like it is. He's grossly incompetent. He's the most incompetent president and the most corrupt president we've ever had. Because once they do the indictment stuff, and once they do that, I got indicted four times. Remember, Al Capone didn't come close to that. That was the one thing. When I fly over a blue state, two days later, I get a subpoena. Yeah, he talks about flying over, he gets a subpoena. And you know what? That's what people like about Trump, too. He keeps, during through all of it, he keeps his sense of humor, which is a trait that I find admirable, especially everything this guy's going through. Now, Jamie Dimon, uh, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, again, no, no conservative by any means, again. However, when it comes to business circles, this is, this is someone that people listen to. Now, he was on PMSNBC uh, this was on Wednesday, uh, the seventeenth. Yeah, Wednesday, and you know they want to. They always want to like get their digs in and 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 go after Trump. Well, you know, Jamie Dimon, he's got a problem with that. You may have heard this soundbite earlier in the week. If not, I want to talk about it because I do think it's important. But first, in the first part of the sound bites, we've got. Part one is just Jamie Dimon talking about the economy and his outlook on it uh, in general. Uh, that would be uh, cut number four, please. Um, how do you see the U.S. economy playing itself out over the next 12 months? This is an election year. We've yeah. been talking a lot about what just took place in Iowa yeah. and trying to understand how the American public is going to feel about the economy may ultimately uh, dictate how uh, the president is decided. Yes, I agree with that. I, I think it's a mistake to assume that everything's hunky-dory. And, you know, and when stock markets are up, it's kind of like this little drug we all feel. Like, it's just great. You know? But remember, we've had so much fiscal and monetary stimulation. So I'm a little more on the cautious side, that we are facing a lot of things in, 20, in 24 or 25. And you, you mentioned Ukraine, the terrorist activity in Israel, the Red Sea quantitative tightening, which I still question if we understand exactly how that works. I don't think we do. How QE actually worked, what the effect of negative, you know, zero rates was for all this time, uh, and obviously the politics. And, you know, and then the Ukrainian war is affecting oil, gas, food, migration. So you have all these very powerful forces 
that are going to be affecting us in 24 and 25. So if I was the government, I would be preparing for what I'm going to do about that, assuming things aren't good. Now, here's what I like about that. Shannon, did you catch it? I want to see, I want to see if you caught it. He said something in there. And it was based on the uh, initial first part of what I'm talking about, the reporter for CNBC. Because he said, going into an election year, it's important how people are feeling about the economy. Now, here's the reason I bring this up. And you may say, oh, Schrader's nitpicking. He's nitpicking. No, 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 no. I'm not nitpicking. If Jamie Dimon... We're giving that interview to Fox Business. Maria Bartiromo would have said, the economy sucks, Jamie. You know it sucks. We got, you know, 30, what, 4 trillion, 35 trillion in, in that. The numbers we count, not including unfunded liabilities. You've, we, you've got Brandon, who's done everything he can to shut off the energy industry. Democrats want you to feel rich, even though you look in your wallet and, and all you have is a buck. But again, they live in make-believe world. In the CNBC journalist there, I forget, what was this? It just listed as reporter, whatever his name is. But um He's setting it up as, oh, it's important how people feel about the economy. Guess what? If you're watching CNBC, you don't want to. Well, if you're watching CNBC, you're a liberal who thinks they want to know about money. But if you really want to know about money, then watch a Fox business or somebody like that. Because CNBC is NBC. And you're going to get it from a liberal slant. And that's how he presented it. Now, when, you know, Jamie Dimon, Joe Kernan, that, that's the guy's name with CNBC, Joe Kernan. Well, Jamie Dimon addressed the big part that maybe you've heard uh, in cut number five, but he had a lot to say, and he's absolutely right. And I just also want to point out, I, I wish the Democrats would think a little more carefully when they talk about MAGA. You know, and you, if you travel this country, you know, and the country's unbelievable. We took our bus trip this year, and Leslie Picker was on Spokane and Boise and Bozeman. People are growing. They're hungry to grow. They're innovating. It's, it's everywhere. It's not just Silicon Valley. So we've got this great hand. But when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump, and they think they're voting, and they're basically scapegoating them, that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. Now, if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, Trade, China ta- virus. Tax reform worked. Yeah. He was right about some of China. I don't th- I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when yeah. he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about I Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, but, hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? 
Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Uh, Shannon, thoughts on on your thoughts on Jamie Dimon? You're you're kind of got a smile on your face. I know you don't trust Jamie Dimon. I'm not saying I trust Jamie Dimon either, but he did a pretty darn good job of defending Donald Trump and Donald Trump's record. And guess what? There's a lot of liberals that may listen to this and go, "Okay, I, I'm I'm with I'm with Jamie Dimon. Screw this woke policies; they don't work. Donald Trump's right." Yeah, he is right, and um. That is good that someone like that said it because people will listen to that and, and and he's not wrong at all. And that's one of the big that's one of the big problems this country has. And I'm talking to you business owners now. And I'm sorry to say, in a lot of cases with conservative business owners, you know, they built their businesses by being frugal. They continue that frugality when you got guys like Alex Soros and and every tech billionaire on the planet funding liberal causes. Guess what? Wall Street, Shannon, used to be dictated by profits and loss, not by political philosophies. And the business community in this country has let us down Mm -hmm. because they've allowed this to go on. Yeah. I mean— We'll we'll talk about it a little bit more in the next hour. In fact, we'll we'll start out talking about it next hour. You got to look. And again, as long there's he's not doing anything illegal. But if you're and we'll give you the names of I, I did it during the podcast. So, but look, if you're a part of the board of directors at Bull United, yes, thank you. I almost said Boeing United. Um, you may, I mean, at some point, when do you say, okay, Scott Kirby is not a good representation of the brand, right? He's there cross-dressing and now, and we'll talk about this when we get back. Now he's bringing those policies into the boardroom and it's, it's one thing if he wants to go to drag shows on the weekend, fine, go as long as you're not molesting children go knock yourself out i don't care but again how where's the board of directors going okay granted you're free to do what you want to do on your own time but this isn't the image we want well and they're they're afraid to say anything because Right, but that's the problem. You have to say something or this is what we get. We'll get into this more in the next hour. You're listening to The Schrader Show. Back in a minute.